0: are you ready to take the lead in the dance of life fall in love with who you are right now and find uninhibited joy every day then it's time for you to flaunt your smart sexy and spiritual self join radio host laura cheadle and learn how the five steps of flaunt can help you quit seeking approval proving your worth and release you from the judgment of others express all that you are discover your naked self-worth and finally enjoy the life you've worked so hard to create
1: Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I am Laura Cheadle, life choreographer and purveyor of sparkle. And this is a show for women in some sort of transition. This is a show for women who are being confronted with some event that makes them feel like the rug has been pulled out from under them. Whether it's divorce or infidelity or empty nesting or a sudden job loss or a diagnosis or the death of a partner or aging parents or anything. This is a show for women who are suddenly confronted with something and they go, wait, 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 wait. Who am I and what am I supposed to do right now? This is a show for women who have spent their entire life working for good, being that amazing person who does everything for everybody, (laughs) over-functioning, doing everything for everyone, and who suddenly is having the rug pulled out from under them because they're going, holy cow, I did all of this. I did it all right. I got the right degree. I got the right job, I found the right partner, I did the right things with my kids, I I did the right kind of workouts, I wore the right things, I did everything right, and you're kidding me. This is happening to me? This is that show for women who are so frustrated being subjugated, being put in a subordinate position to other people, And who are finally really ready to step into their own power and to say, "Uh uh-uh, no more. It's time I figure out who I am and what I want so I can reclaim my own joy. So I can reclaim that energy and enthusiasm for life. So suddenly, I am going to allow myself to be seen for who I am, and I am going to quit being who I think I should be. This is a show specifically for women who are ready to start validating themselves and who are ready to start creating their own life, their own way. For women who are tired of seeking to please, who have been that good girl all along, and who are now like, "Uh uh-uh, now I own it. This is my power, this is my day, and I'm doing it my own way. (laughs) So with that whole background, welcome to the show. I am glad you have found us. And since it was recently the 4th of July, at least when I was recording this, This show is also specifically about the freedom to. Last week's show I talked about the freedom from, and this week I'm going to talk about freedom to. And while the broad category, yes, is freedom, freedom from and freedom to are very unique, special, and different things. In order to be free to do whatever it is that we want, we have to be free from other things. So right now, I want you to take a moment and think about what you want to be free to do. I want to be free to spend money. I want to be free to have some fun. I want to be free to read my book while I'm having my coffee in the morning and not be rushed to my first event. I wanna be free to enjoy delicious food and not worry about the resulting weight gain or anything like that. What about you? What are some of your desires? What are some of the things that you want to be free to do? I asked that exact same question last week what do you want to be free to do? And then the next question I asked was, well, if you know what you want, then what is getting in your way? What is stopping you from having your coffee and reading your book? What is stopping you from eating delicious food without fear? What is stopping you And that right there, my dears, is the difference between freedom from and freedom to. And yes, we do have to pair them together, but we have to be very aware of what it is we want and what it is that we don't want. As you may or may not know, I am a certified hypnotherapist. I help people change the neural pathways in their brains. I can help purge the subconscious mind of limiting thoughts and beliefs and patterns and habits. And I can help instill new positive habits and ways of thinking and believing. But in order to do that, my client, the clients that I see, have to be very clear on what it is that they want. And last week, we spent a lot of time on everything that we don't want. And while that's important and while that's the first step, let's be very clear. We need to know where we are going if we ever hope to get there. Think about it like this. I live in Colorado. Colorado is kind of in the center of the United States. It's pretty much smack dab in the middle. And if I want to go to a beach, if my desire is to go to a beach, and by the way, my desire is to go to a beach, I can go west to one of the Californian beaches. I can go south to one of the Texas beaches, or I can go east to one of the Florida beaches, or I can kind of go anywhere east or west towards the southernmost direction, and I can end up at a lot of different beaches. So if I know my desire is beach, but I don't really know where I'm going, it doesn't really help me. Because I'm jumping in my car, and I'm gassing it up, and I'm saying, I'm free, I've got the time, and I've got money, and I've got gas, and I've got my swimsuit, and I've got my sunscreen, and I've got my cooler packed with stuff, and I've got all of this stuff, and I'm ready to go, but which beach am I going to? And even if it doesn't really matter to you which beach you're going to, if you could be at any beach and be equally happy, you still need to know which direction to go. Am I going east or west or southwest or southeast or due south? Where am I going? And think about all of this spinning around on that hypothetical route that one might take because you might start driving one way and then change your mind and then see a good report about like a florida beach and then start going east and then hear that myrtle beach is really great and then start veering south and then hear that huntington beach in california is really fun or so is newport and then all of a sudden you're turning back around the west there's a lot of wasted effort and energy and time When we do not bravely declare exactly what it is that we want, I'm going to say that again. There's a lot of wasted energy and effort and time and money when we don't bravely declare exactly what it is that we want. Now, declaring what we want begs another question. We've got to know what we want. What do you want? (laughs) And sometimes that's really hard because like that, a beach, I don't know, I just want a beach. I want the sun and I want the sand. I might have some specifics around that. Like I might want white sand or golden sand. I might want powdery sand. I might want coarse sand. I might want a lot of people and activities and fun. I might want a secluded beach. I might want a cabana boy, and I might not. I might want waves for surfing. I might want gentle waves for floating. And I may want to be in a bay or a cove with little to no waves. I might want warmer water. I might want colder water. San Francisco beaches are vastly different than Florida beaches. The point is, we have to know a little bit more about what we want. And so many of us are used to sustaining and to living on scraps. Not because people around us were bad and mean and horrible to us, but Because we have all developed an ability and it's a great ability to make lemons or lemonade out of lemons, to take what we've got and to make the best of it. And while that is, like I said, a good skill, sometimes it's not necessary and it's not a good skill. It can actually inhibit us. It's good to be flexible, yes but it's also good to know the difference between when you're being flexible and you're settling and when it's time to not settle and to name it and to claim whatever it is that you want. Here's why. It's important for us to clarify so we know which direction we're going. And it's also important for those around us to know. Have you ever wanted to get somebody a gift, a Christmas gift, a birthday gift, whatever? And you honestly, you have no idea. My dad is like this I never have any idea what to get him. He loves fishing. I don't do fishing gear. I don't know what's good and what's bad and what's useful and what's silly. And He tends to buy his clothes and his socks and his underwear and all of that stuff whenever he needs it. So when I am saying, I don't know what to get you for your birthday. I don't know what to get you for Christmas or your Father's Day. I'm out of ideas. I'm really meaning I'm out of ideas. And it is so refreshing and wonderful when he is able to tell me, this is what I want because then I can go get it. And it saves me pressure and heartache and stress. And it really benefits him too. And it benefits us both because then I feel good about getting him whatever kind of flies or fishing gloves or whatever that he truly needs. And then I'm happy because I've made him happy and he's happy because he gets what he wants. But have you ever done that with somebody and they're like, oh, just whatever, whatever you pick is going to be great with me. And inside you're going, I know, but I don't know what to get you. That's the example that I want you to think about when, not if, but when you start questioning what it is you want. I want you to think about that gift example because it's really important for you to do the thinking you are the one that's receiving so pretend that the universe is offering you a gift the universe is going out shopping the universe is figuring this out the universe is sitting there and it's willing and waiting and ready to deliver but as long as you're sitting there going i don't know whatever works then you're not going to be getting whatever it is that you want. So do yourself a favor. Make it easy on the universe to give you what you want. Make it easy for your boss, your coworkers, your kids, your partner, your parents, your friends. Make it easy for everybody in your life to give you what you want by saying what you want now it's not that you will necessarily always get it in the exact right way and that's okay too that's where some of that flexibility can come in you can then say oh this is what i asked for this is what i want and this didn't work out the golden center of flaunt is a u except unconditionally. In case you didn't know, in case you are new to my show, Flaunt is an acronym and it stands for F, find your fetish. And that's what we're talking about with freedom too. L, laugh out loud. Enjoy life. AU, that's the golden center, accept unconditionally everything about yourself, and everything about everybody else, and navigate the negative. Once you have found your fetish, named and claimed what you wanted, accepted unconditionally whatever is going on with you or with anybody else, then you can navigate. You can navigate your way to a yellow sand cold beach, or to a white sand warm powdery beach. You can navigate and get there, which will lead you to the final letter of flaunt, which is T, trust in your truth. And that is everything flaunt, and finding your fetish, and laughing out loud, and accepting unconditionally, and navigating the negative, and trusting your truth do they lead to that freedom too. So you figure out what you want. I want a raise. I want a more flexible work schedule so I can get to the gym, get to my favorite workout class, pick my kids up from school. Have some time where there's daylight outside to pursue something that I love so I can go back to school. I want to be in a relationship so I can go to dinner with somebody, take walk somebody so I can express my love. I want a cat or a dog so I can. Claim what you want. That is that finding your fetish piece. That is that freedom to Reviewing last week's show, why don't you have what you want? That's the freedom from. How can you get yourself free from those things? Free from body shame. Free from constricted beliefs. Free from a bad relationship. Free from toxicity. Free from drama. Do what you can to free yourself from whatever is getting in your way and then give yourself the freedom to declare what you want. The freedom to experiment and try and fail. The freedom to fail in figuring out what it is that you want. Because once you know what it is that you want once you have freed yourself from everything that's blocking in your way then all you have to do is lean in or lunge <laughs> leaning in is just being like ooh i'm going to move into flexibility i'm going to move into a better career i'm going to move into whatever it is or you can lunge You could lunge and take it all at once. I am moving to Paris next Thursday. (laughs) Your choice, how you move into freedom too. Step by step, piece at a time, or lunging full force. There's no right, there's no wrong. But you have to do the deciding. Thinking about presents, birthdays, Christmas, 4th of July, whatever it is, what is it that you want? Because you do need to tell yourself and the universe what it is that you want. Alrighty, we are going to take this freedom to discussion and we're going to talk about it in terms of the Cinderella Fairy tale. And ah, oh, this is going to blow your mind, I think, in the best of all possible ways. Right now, I'd like you to think back over your life. And I would like you to think about all of the ways that you were good and kind and beautiful and loving. I want you to think about how you were Cinderella-like. You were perfect you had the little mice helping you sew your dresses you were good you tried hard you tried to do good in school you tried with your siblings you tried with your friends you tried to play fair think about all of the things that you did growing up in order to be good whether you were pleasing your parents or pleasing your teachers or pleasing the clergy or pleasing the Girl Scout leader or your friend's parents or whatever it was. Think about all of the things that you did that were good. Now, how often were you recognized for all of those good things that you did? If you're like me, of course, there were rewards that happened. Whether it was the gold star for doing good on spelling, or whether it was getting a lead in a play, or getting, you know, student of the week, or getting on the honor roll, or anything like that. Of course, some good things happened. But how many times were you misjudged? How many times did your good deeds go unnoticed? How many times did you try really hard and sacrifice and do the right thing? And it kind of blew up in your face. I remember this one time when I was little, I'm guessing maybe I was in like fourth or fifth grade and I had several friends in the neighborhood and we had just heard about teeping somebody's house, toilet papering somebody's house. And we thought that was so funny We just thought that was the funniest thing. I I can't even remember what precipitated this whole thing. If we had seen some toilet paper from a tree, you know, before or what, but we just thought it was hysterical. So three of us all had a sleepover and the fourth friend couldn't have a sleepover. And I can't remember, you know, the details of that, why she couldn't join us in the sleepover. So, we decided that we were going to go sneak to her house that night and we were going to TP her tree. And we thought it would be so funny. This was not like to be mean. This was not like, you know, anything like that. We had just all been talking about it and how funny it was, and thought about how funny it would be to throw up the rolls in the tree and to catch it. And it just seemed joyful and fun. So, we each got some rolls of toilet paper. And that night, and it wasn't that late because we weren't that old, we went over to her yard and we started throwing the toilet paper rolls up into the tree. And sure enough, it was just as amusing as we thought it would be. And we were giggling and we were laughing. And again, because there was no mal intent there, we weren't even that focused on being quiet. We were just joyfully teeping her house. Well. Her mom did not know (laughs) that we had all been talking about TPing houses. I don't know, again, what was going on with her family. But all of a sudden, the door flew open. And her mom came running out, yelling at us. Really scary. Really yelling. Really mad. Well, my other two friends, they dropped their rolls of toilet paper and they ran back home. And me, because I did not have any malintent, I didn't think what I was doing was bad or wrong, I thought it was funny because we had all talked about it. Said, hello, Mrs. Jones. And I'm standing there holding my toilet paper, smiling and talking to her. Well, oh my goodness. She took it all out on me. And it was horrible. No, she didn't do anything inappropriate. She yelled and she yelled and she said I had to come clean it up. And I'm saying, but my friends aren't here. And she's saying, I don't see any friends. And it's just you. And why are you doing this? And my daughter's not going to be able to play with you anymore because you're such a bad influence. And and I was right. And just think if I would have let her come to your sleepover tonight, blah 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 blah. And it was horrible. And I I remember standing there and I was so misunderstood, and I was so confused and. I didn't defend myself because I don't think I had a full understanding of what was going on or why she was mad. And I did want to please, and I did feel bad and, and I cleaned it up all by myself and she got her husband and they, you know, stood over me as I was trying to climb and clean and, and it was horrible. And that feeling is a feeling that I have experienced in so many different circumstances throughout my life. And it's my guess that you have too. Whether it's something like that in childhood where you're just like, oh my gosh, this isn't going right. Or whether it's something more significant, like a project at work that you think you're doing the right thing only to find out you're not. Or you date somebody or even worse, marry somebody. And all of a sudden, they turn out to be not who you think they are. And if you're anything like I am and I was, the first thought is, what did I do wrong? The first thought is that internalization of I'm so stupid. How could I not know? What could I have done better? I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I'm unworthy. I'm dumb. I'm bad. I'm ugly. I'm awful. And we internalize that pain instead of objectively and neutrally being like, wow, we have very different ideas about what toilet papering a house means. Wow, we have very different ideas and beliefs around how this report should look or about how raising kids should look or about how being in a committed relationship or marriage should look. We internalize it. Think about all of the times where you have been discriminated against, whether it's just like generalized sexism or misogyny or think about all of those times. What do you think? Oh God, what did I do that gave him the wrong impression of me? Oh my gosh, what am I wearing that made him think I would want to do that? What did I say that would leave him, lead him to believe? Every single time without fail, we internalize somebody else's quote unquote mistake or judgment. And we try to make it about ourselves. And then we feel guilty and bad and filled with shame. And then we shut ourselves down and we limit ourselves. I always talk about living your sparkle. You know, this show is called Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. And your sparkle is it's so many different things, it's your soul. It's your essence. It's your ability to just express fully and joyfully as your righteous self. It's your ability to be who you are fully in your positive as well as in your negative. I can sparkle just as brilliantly when I'm making mistakes as I can when I'm creating amazing, beautiful, brilliant stuff that will change the world because I am sparkling by living my full essence and putting my full energy and enthusiasm into it. And when it's a mistake, it's okay. It's okay because I'm owning that I did it and I'm not taking on anything extra that's there. I can make a mistake because I don't know better. I can make a mistake because of a lot of different things. I wasn't careful enough. I wasn't thoughtful enough. I didn't understand something enough. I didn't know something enough. I, well, for whatever reason, it's, it's still okay. It doesn't make me a bad person. It can make me an ill-informed person or a confused person, but it doesn't make me Laura. It doesn't make my soul, my essence. It doesn't make me a bad person and how this all ties in to freedom to. Freedom too is the freedom to make mistakes. It's the freedom to marry the wrong person for the wrong reasons and then rectify it. That's the piece that sometimes gets lost. We have all dated the wrong person, married the wrong person, befriended the wrong person, taken the right, the wrong job. We have all made any number of mistakes. And that is the freedom to do that because for whatever reason, we think it's right. We think we deserve it. We think we are making somebody else happy. We think it's the right thing to do. We think whatever it is, things will be different. How many times have you heard that one? I thought it would be different once we got married. I thought it would be different once we had kids. I thought I could make this job work. It's okay to make a mistake, and there is no shame in making a mistake. That is the freedom, too. It is the freedom to do something for the wrong reasons, and then having the freedom to first. Recognize and release. (laughs) Second, reveal. Reveal that it was a mistake and why. And then three, re-choreograph. My book, Flaunt, Drop Your Cover and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, and Spiritual Self is based on those three principles. Recognizing and releasing. Recognizing that we did the wrong thing for the wrong reason. Recognizing that we have a a bad boy hang up. (laughs) Recognizing that we have an uncommitted man hang up. Recognizing that we are an enabler to somebody with some sort of addiction. Recognizing whatever went wrong. Right now, I am recognizing all of the ways that I allowed myself to put on. 15 pounds during this whole COVID thing. I am recognizing, I am owning it, and I am recognizing it, and I am releasing the shame around that. I did it. I have made a million and one mistakes. And when I recognize those mistakes, then I can choose to release them. I don't have to bury them and cover them and run away from them and pretend they don't exist. I recognize and release. That next step is reveal. Not only is it important to recognize and release, it's important to reveal that the mistake happened and this is that freedom to reveal what it is we want. I desire to have my own time away. I desire to splurge on some things for me because I deserve it because I am worthy and I can release that in the past, I would never give myself a break. I would buy things for my kids ad nauseam. I would bend over backwards to help my husband go out on trips, but I would never, not once, not ever, Take your girlfriend's weekend away. So I'm revealing my desires. That is that freedom too. I do have the freedom to, to do that. That is what I'm revealing. I am revealing my desire in freedom too. Going back to that original you know, example of having the beach. Is it the Texas beach, Texas beach, the Florida beach, the Californian beach? Which beach are we talking about? Because there's a lot of beaches. I have to reveal what I want not only to myself, but to everybody around me too before I am able to get what I want. From there, that next step is re choreography And that's what I was talking about small steps or a big lunge. You can take small steps to get where you want or you can lunge in quickly. So those are those three broad categories, recognize and release, reveal, and re-choreograph. Now, before I go into some more fun stuff, we are going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to move further into what you want. So we
0: will be back to all the women who have cried in the shower, smiled when they wanted to scream, and couldn't wait to get home and unhook their bra. Flaunt is the definitive guidebook on how to get back in touch with who you are underneath your labels, roles, and scripts. Fall in love with yourself right now. Breathe life into the dreams you left behind and live each day with uninhibited joy. Pick up a copy of Laura Cheadle's number one best-selling book, Flaunt, Drop your cover and reveal your smart, sexy, and spiritual self wherever books are sold. It's available in print, digital, and audio formats and comes with two downloadable meditations.
1: And we are back. And as promised, I am going to use the rest of the show to give you some tips and tricks and tools and exercises to help you figure out what the heck it is you want. Because if you're anything like me and the women that I work with, we have been so busy meeting everybody else's expectations for so long, that when it comes right down to it, we really don't know what we want. Sometimes it's so basic, we're just like, I just want a good night's sleep. And that's perfect. You can have that. But let's keep moving in that direction of noticing your desires, fulfilling your own desires so you can fill up your own cup. And when I talked about my own experience being a stay-at-home mom and a wife for a while, there, and, and martyring myself, there was so much that I sacrificed thinking that I was doing good and then it moved me into a place of resentment. And I'll tell you this, Nobody wants a wife or a mom or a friend who is pissy and resentful and bitter. Nobody wants to be around that. We don't even want to be around that within ourselves. And it's okay. We all get there. So it's not necessarily just that, oh my gosh, you have to fill yourself up first and oh, put on your own oxygen mask first. It's a question of how much we're enjoying life. I mean... An oxygen mask, the reason I don't like that analogy is it's life saving. And I think, why get so depleted that it's down to oxygen? Why can't we fill ourselves up from a place of joy and happiness and enthusiasm so we don't get down to that base level of oxygen? I don't care if it's that basic of a need. I want way more than that. I want more than just food and oxygen. I want passion and joy and exuberance and enthusiasm in my life. I want to live at a much higher level. And most of the women that I work with, that's why they come to see me because they want to work at a live and play and feel and express and experience at a much higher level too. So, We're starting this section with me asking you, what is your level? Where do you want to live? I'd opened up the show by asking you what it is that you want. And tagging onto that is, what level do you want to live at? Do you want to live at a calm, small, peaceful level? That is perfect if you want to live at a simple, basic, simplistic level, because that might bring you that inner peace and that calm that you desire. You might want to be jet setting all over the country, all over the world. And if that's not exhausting and if that's fulfilling and fun for you, then that's where you need to be. And if you want to be somewhere in the middle where you can experience the peace and the serenity of solitude and quiet and simple living, while at the same time having some amazing globe-trotting experiences, you can have that too. So, what do you want? Number one. And number two, at what level do you wish to live? And don't judge yourself for your answers just notice notice what you want and then the second thing ask yourself what level do i want to live at do i want to live loud and bold do i want to live quiet and strong and it's important to know that so you know which energy you are moving into when you state and claim your desires your freedom too Because let's face it, we all have the freedom to do whatever we want to do. So what I'd like you to do tonight before bed, I want you to get some paper and a pen and just keep it by your bed. And I don't want you to put too much energy or thought into this. Make this easy. For about two minutes, write down the things that you want and at what level that you want them. So it might be like peaceful home. I want a peaceful home. That's a peaceful thing. It's a peaceful desire. So that might be a level five because you're willing to pursue kind of actively some things with your home, maybe with your family. You might say, Power career. Dang it. I really want to excel. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be at the head of my company. And I want that at a level nine. I want to be loud. I want to be speaking on stages. I want to be at conferences. I want to be leaving departments. I want to be selling things. I want to have that at a loud level, level nine. You might also want very strongly, you might feel very passionately about social justice issues or animal rights issues and you might want to pursue those at a level two three you don't want to be on stage at a PETA convention you don't want to be leading rallies you want to do it from a quiet intensity because it's strong and passionate in your heart So you might want to be writing letters. You might want to be donating to causes. You might want to be volunteering website designs for organizations. You might want to do that at a level two, three. So that's what I want you to do every night for the next week or so. For no more than a couple minutes at a time, just write down what you want and at what level you want to do it at. And that's, that's part of the thing that makes my program and my work different is when we're incorporating that level, as opposed to just what we want, it helps us clarify. It really helps us clarify what we want. Because sometimes when we think that we have to go for things or we think that we want it, we mistakenly believe that we have to go for everything at a level nine, 10. Like we might say, I want a relationship. So I'm going to go, I have to get on, I don't even know all the names of the dating apps, but I might have to get on tinder and i might have to do a meetup and i might have to attend a singles uh join a singles club at my church and i'm gonna have to hit up every friend that i know and ask them to introduce me and you're pursuing a relationship at a level nine and you really don't want to pursue relationship at a level nine you're really more of a two three type of a person and then you wonder why you don't get what you want well it's because you need all you need all of those things to come together you need to have a clear direction on what it is you want and at what intensity you want it so then you let yourself off the hook too, because you're saying I want I want to find a relationship, and I want to do it at like a level three four, and this is how it looks for me, and then that might just be joining one singles group, or you know going out on more hikes because that's what it looks like for you, and when we have that understanding around what we want and at what intensity we want it, then we are free to achieve it. We are free to claim what we want. So every night before bed for the next couple of weeks, just start writing about your desire and the level that you want that desire. And of course, you can always reach out to me. I'm going to pop that in right here, Laura, L-O-R-A at Laura Let me know how that goes for you, but write down both what you want and the level that you want it, and let me know how that goes, because that's what freedom, too, is really all about, and when you don't understand the level that you want something, sometimes that Blocks you, and then that cycles you right back into creating blocks around something that you think you want, but you do want, but then you think you have to go out for a level nine, a level nine ten. For a long time, when I was staying home, I taught fitness classes. I still teach fitness classes. I love fitness and I love teaching. But I was personal training, and I was teaching way more than I am now. And it was interesting because what happens in January? (laughs) Tell me what happens in January. Everybody makes a New Year's resolution. They say, I am going to be free from this extra weight. I'm going to be free from not feeling good. I'm going to be free from laziness. I'm going to be free from whatever it is. Everybody makes the same resolution, and that's to get in shape. And they lunge. They lunge into diet. They lunge into fitness. They sign up for memberships at clubs. They do all of this stuff. You know the drill. <laughs> if you haven't done it yourself, I know that you know people who have done it right. And how long does that last? Maybe till the first part of February. <laughs> Why? Why do we fail? If we so desperately want that freedom from extra weight, achy bodies, out of shape, not in liking our body, not liking ourselves, not having any self-esteem, why do we fail within a month? Well, it's because everybody goes at it whole hog. Everybody goes at it at a level 9, 10, and then it's not sustainable because in their hearts, they don't really want it. At a 910. Well, they might, let me clarify, they might want it at a 910, but their lifestyle isn't really suited for that at a 910. They need to ramp up, maybe by dealing with portion size first, and then dealing with that for a month, and then maybe cutting out sugar, and maybe doing that for a whole month too. And then maybe increasing fruits and vegetables and hanging with that for a month. And that's three months in. And then maybe adding in a walk two or three days a week and then sticking with that for a month. And then maybe adding in stretching and a little more cardio or light strength and then sticking with that for a month and we're halfway through the year now, we're at six months, easy. And we've gone at things that are more comfortable, sustainable level for our lifestyle. And then we're able to incorporate that change into our life. And that gives us freedom to look the way that we want. Freedom to feel as healthy as we want. Freedom to wear whatever we want. Freedom to love our bodies and do all of those things that... We were prevented from doing because of our health or our size or our shape. And we're successful because we understood the level of intensity and how we could manage that level going forward. I'm sure. You have all gone whole hog into things and burned out quickly. So, I'm sure that totally makes sense. So, freedom from requires freedom to, and freedom to requires freedom from. And in order to do all of that, we have to figure out A, what we want, and B, at what level we want it. Now, Because I understand this so well. Because I lived it. (laughs) I want to go back into relating it to that Cinderella story. Because we understand fairy tales. And yes, we have all lived fairy tales. Think about how I was saying we all did the right thing. You know, we all try really, really hard and we hope people will see us and we're misjudged and we're misunderstood, just like me teeping. And then we take the brunt of things and then everybody else succeeds around us. And then we sit there and we fall into that martyrdom or that resentfulness or that pissiness or that grouchiness. But... We know that we need to be liked and we know that we need to get approval and we know that we need to keep our jobs, so we keep this fake smile plastered on our face just like Cinderella. It's okay. You all go to the ball, stepsisters, even though you're mean and not good people and don't deserve it. Even though I deserve it, I will sit here and smile. And not only will I sit here and smile, but I will help get your dress ready and I will help get your hair ready and I will help get your shoes ready. And I will just sit here and martyr and sacrifice myself because I'm sure somebody will notice and then nobody notices. And then the fairy godmother comes in when Cinderella is in despair, when she's crying. And I want you to think about me and the show as your fairy godmother as you're sitting there crying thinking i can't do this and i didn't i didn't deserve to be fired and i didn't deserve to be cheated on and i didn't deserve to have my partner leave me and i didn't deserve such bad kids and i didn't i deserved way more money i didn't deserve to be passed over for this promotion as you were in that state of despair what i want to say to you is i know i see you I see all of the wonderful stuff that you have done. I see how you have sacrificed yourself. I see how you have taken care of the common good. I see that as your fairy godmother, I am here to wave my magic wand over you. To spread sparkle all around you and within you. And when I wave this magic wand and I spread sparkle, because like I said, I am a purveyor of sparkle. What I am doing for you is helping you name and claim what it is that you want. Had Cinderella not been able to communicate to the fairy godmother, I want to go to the ball. And in order to go to the ball, I need a ball gown and I need shoes and I need a carriage, and I need a footman, and I need a horse, and I need all of this stuff. She and her fairy godmother would have just stood there blinking at each other and smiling, and the fairy godmother would have been left to guess. Do you need a new microwave? Do you need a house cleaner? Gosh, you're you're cooking and cleaning. Do you need a seamstress? What do you need? And the fairy godmother, in all of her wisdom, may have given Cinderella all the wrong things because Cinderella wouldn't have been able to state what she wanted. No, she didn't need a house cleaner and a seamstress. No, she didn't need a new microwave. She needed in that moment a ball gown and horses and a carriage and a footman and shoes and all of that stuff. So you have to know what it is that you want because whether it's me as your fairy godmother or somebody else as your fairy godmother, but Please choose me. We need to know what you want. And I can help you clarify what you want, but it is up to you to name and claim what it is you want and at what level. Because if the fairy godmother would have said, oh, do you need a microwave and a house cleaner and a ball gown? Cinderella would have been like, yeah. Because truthfully, having a house cleaner might be nice, and having a seamstress to help out with the evil stepsisters, that could have been nice. But with what intensity? First, first, first was the ball. First things first, Cinderella wanted to go to the ball. After the ball, maybe having a seamstress or a chef for a house cleaner would have been nice. But first and foremost, she wanted to go to the ball, and she wanted to go to the ball with an intensity level of a 10. Later, She could have gotten domestic help. So think about Cinderella and that fairy tale as it applies to your own life. Where have you been good and kind and patient and waited for people to notice? Is it time for you to be seen right now? Is it time for you to be seen for who you are? Yes. Is it time for you to name and claim and have the freedom to do what you want? The freedom to go to the ball. The freedom to request a ball gown. The freedom to request a carriage and a coach and a footman and horse and glass slippers. You have the freedom to claim what you want. You have the freedom to name what you want. And until you do, the universe or your fairy godmother or me or nobody else can give you what it is you want. You have to have the freedom to ask. And that is an internal shift. That is an internal state of being. I started off as a corporate attorney, I practiced law for 10 years. Part of the reason that I left corporate law, was because going to law school, I wanted to fight for justice. I wanted to fight for the underdog. I wanted to be the fairy godmother. I wanted to wave my magic wand and free innocent people from prison. I wanted to wave my magic legal wand, or maybe it was my magic gavel. I don't know. But I wanted to be that fairy godmother who would create justice. And you know what I learned? I learned that justice is truly an inside job. I learned that so often it's not about your lawyer or the judge or the state of the law or the status of the law or what other people are doing. There's a lot of components to justice that are inside of us. And until we create that justice on the inside, we truly cannot create it on the outside. And that all revolves around claiming what you want, releasing yourself from the fear of judgment, untangling yourself from the past and from others, and moving in to exactly what you want. Going back to Cinderella, after the ball, she claimed what she wants. She said, this is what I need. And the fairy godmother gave it to her, and she was able to go to the ball. And then when she was about to be seen for who she was at midnight the clock struck 12 and everything disappeared and she would have been left in rags. And what did she do? She ran. What do you do? You run. What did I not do but what did my friends do when we were getting caught teeping that house? They ran. It's such human nature to run to not let people see us for who we are. I stayed my ground when we were getting caught for to- um, toilet papering the house. I allowed myself to be seen fully. It's me, it's Laura Cheadle. I am standing here with the toilet paper, with the teepeed trees. I allowed myself to be seen. I did not use my voice and speak up and clarify but that's okay too i was in like i said fourth grade that can't be expected always of a fourth grader but i did not run and you do not have to run either you do not have to be run to be running when people are about to see you for who you are think about cinderella running she created so many more problems she ran The prince wanted her. He wanted to see her. Their relationship was magical and beautiful and all of these amazing things. And he wanted to see her and she hid. She ran so she wouldn't be seen for who she was. And eventually the prince tracked her down. And then he saw her for who she was. And what happened? He loved her, of course. He didn't care that she was covered with cinders and sitting by the stove and in rags. He saw her for who she was, and he loved her. And you know what? If he didn't, then she should not have wanted him in the first place, and we all know that. So how can you be free? Free to name what you want. Free to claim the intensity with which you want it? And how can you be free to show yourself exactly as you are? Weight loss is such an easy example to go from 200 pounds to 100 pounds and to let yourself be seen that entire journey. Happy 4th of July. May you all be free to get what you want. And may you all be free to show yourself for exactly who you are. Have an
0: amazing weekend as usual. Don't forget to flaunt. Tune in next time to flaunt, build your dreams, live your sparkle with radio host, Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 radio network. Overcome the need to please and find the uninhibited joy of being exactly who you are right now. Come find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Find out more and get your free gift at LauraTitle.com. That's dot com.